Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Ireland's Vanishing Triangle. Ireland's Vanishing Triangle refers to the unexplained disappearances of six young women throughout the eastern and midland regions of the Republic of Ireland during the 1990s. However, it has long been suspected that numerous other cases may be linked to the aforementioned six cases. This podcast will consist of 10 episodes. One case will feature per episode covering a period of 16 years between 1987 and 2003. So, if you are interested in unsolved mysteries, true crime and a little bit of history, then hopefully this podcast will be for you. Now, to begin episode 5. I would like to start in the winter of 1993 with the unsolved murder of Marie Kilmartin, a 34-year-old single woman who by December 1993 was living just outside the large midland town of Port Leash in County Leash. Now, just to quickly take you back to late 1993, the movie In the Name of the Father was released starring the record Oscar winner Daniel Day-Lewis. Two American cops were convicted for violating Rodney King's civil rights. Clearly a lot more cops did a lot more than just violating Rodney King's civil rights. And in Irish news, the great Roddy Doyle received the Booker Prize for his brilliant book Paddy Clark Ha Ha Ha. Thursday the 16th of December 1993, a cold day with maximum temperatures of 1 degree Celsius, began as a normal day for Marie Kilmartin. At 11am she went to work at a local nursing home. As this Thursday was close to Christmas, a party was organised at the nursing home for staff and residents. After the party had concluded, two of Marie's female workmates dropped her home to the quiet housing estate where Marie lived with her friend Patricia Doyle in a place known as Bellad on the outskirts of Port Leash. Before Marie's friends dropped her home, they asked her if she would like to attend a party later that night that was arranged for the employees at Marie's place of work. Marie told them that she might attend the party, but her workmates knew this was unlikely, as Marie Kilmartin did not like to venture out after dark. At 4pm, Marie's two workmates waved her goodbye as she closed the front door to her house. Shockingly, this would be the last confirmed sighting of Marie Kilmartin, originally from Ballinasloe, County Galway. At 6pm that day, Marie's housemate returned home from work as a nurse. Patricia Doyle was surprised to find that Marie was not at home and that none of the lights in the house were switched on. Marie and Patricia usually left notes for one another if one of them was going to be away from the house, but there was no note to be found in the house this time. 
At 8pm, Marie's housemate contacted the nursing home where she worked to see if Marie had attended the, the party that was arranged for the staff later that night. Patricia Doyle was told that Marie did not attend the staff party and had been dropped home at 4pm that day. The next morning, Friday the 17th of December, there was still no sign of Marie Kilmartin. So her housemate contacted a neighbour who was married to a detective sergeant based at Port Leash Garda Station. The neighbour immediately contacted her husband who informed the relevant guardie straight away. It has been reported that Marie Kilmartin suffered from agoraphobia and some mental health issues. Due to this and coupled with Marie's reluctance to go out after dark, the guardie, to their credit, launched an investigation into Marie's disappearance immediately. A forensic examination of Marie's house was unable to garner any evidence that may explain Marie's whereabouts. But it was discovered that Marie had left her groceries unpacked hanging on a chair at the kitchen table, suggesting that she perhaps left the house in a rush soon after being dropped home. Although there was no forensic evidence found at Marie's house, an examination of her phone records did uncover something that could help explain why Marie Kilmartin left her home that cold Thursday evening. At 4.30pm there was a phone call made to Marie's landline which was ex-directory. This phone call lasted for two and a half minutes and it came from a public phone on the Dublin Road in Port Leash across the street from Port Leash Prison and St. Fintan's Hospital. After examining the call records from the public phone the guardie were able to establish that no other phone calls were made from the public phone between 4.10 and 4.45pm that day. Due to this discovery, the guardie made a specific appeal for anyone that was in the area of the public phone around 4.30pm to come forward to them. A woman who was hitchhiking across the road from the public phone contacted guardie and told them at 4.30pm on the 16th of December she saw a man entering the phone box. She described the man as roughly 30 years of age. He had black hair and was between 5'6 and 5'9 in height. Despite widespread appeals, this particular individual has never made themselves known to Gardee. As the Gardee continued to make public appeals, three potential sightings of Marie were reported. A woman matching Marie's description, 5'2", average build and short dark blonde hair, was seen in an agitated state outside the Midland Health Board building on the Dublin Road across from the Apple Green petrol station. The second report concerned a man who was seen talking to a woman matching Marie's description in the yard of the St. Peter and Paul Church on the Strad Bally Road close to St. Vincent's Hospital. This woman was spotted leaning in the window 
of a cream or beige coloured car was talking to this particular man. Unfortunately, nobody has ever came forward to the Gardaí to offer an explanation for this event. The third and perhaps most interesting report was made by a woman named Christine Dwyer. Christine Dwyer reported seeing Marie Kilmartin in a supermarket known as Crazy Prices the day after Marie was dropped home from work on Friday the 17th of December at 11.45am. She described Marie as being in an agitated and distressed state. Unfortunately, as noteworthy as these three reports were, they were unable to lead to an explanation that that could explain Marie Kilmartin's whereabouts. Roughly six months after Marie was last seen entering her home, on the 10th of June 1994, a prison officer named Thomas Deegan decided to visit his son who was cutting turf in an area known as Pims Lane in Mount Melmick, close to the Leash and Offaly border. After arriving at the bog, Thomas Deegan noticed a black boot in the drain area of the bog. However, he did not inspect the area of the bog at this time because there was young children there. Later that day, at 8pm, Thomas Deegan returned to Pim's Lane to examine the bog drain further. He removed a child's pram and a gas cylinder that was placed over the bog drain. When he removed these items, Thomas was shocked to discover a woman's body that had a 6 inch wide concrete block placed on their chest. Tom Deegan then went to a nearby Gaelic football match that was taking place and informed a local Garda named Tom Flynn who immediately contacted the relevant authorities. The the body and scene were examined by Professor John Harbison. At Tullamore Hospital, Professor Harbison concluded that the victim died through manual strangulation and that it it was unlikely but not definite that they were sexually assaulted as the body was fully clothed. Now, just to speculate slightly, clearly it is extremely difficult but not impossible to dress a dead body and it would be easier, so to speak, with help from a second person. And as disturbing as it may sound, a victim of sexual assault may be forced to put their clothes back on after being assaulted and then killed at a later time. Prior to the body being identified, the Gardaí speculated about who the victim may be. Their thoughts quickly turned to Annie McCarrick, who had been missing for over a year. Marie Kilmartin, who was last seen 14 kilometres from Mount Melmick in Port Leash, and a young woman from Mount Melmick who went missing from Waterford City in the, in late December of 1993. It is not known if the case of Eva Brennan was considered.
Now, welcome back, and thank you for listening for so long. At Tullamore Hospital, some jewellery belonging to the victim was retrieved, along with a pair of glasses, a two-piece suit, and a grey tweed jacket. Marie Kilmartin's housemate and friend was able to confirm to Gardy that the jewellery belonged to Marie Kilmartin and that she was wearing a suit and a grey tweed jacket the day she vanished. Later, dental records would 100% confirm that the person found at Pims Lane, Mount Melick, was missing 34-year-old woman Marie Kilmartin. The location where Marie's body was found led Gardee to believe that a local person or a person with connections to the Mount Melmick area may have been involved in the murder of Marie Kilmartin. Pims Lane is a remote location in northern County Leash that is, u- that is usually used as a trail by hunters. Sometimes locals cut turf there and sometimes people use it as an illegal dumping site due to the remoteness of the area. The post-mortem concluded that Marie Clemartin was murdered at a separate location and then taken to Pims Lane soon after she vanished on the 16th of December 93. When Marie was taken to Pims Lane sometime around late December or early January 1994 the bog that her body was left in would have been filled with water and it is presumed that the cement block that was found placed on Marie's chest was an attempt to keep her body submerged under water. However, by the time Thomas Deegan found Marie Kilmartin on the 10th of June 94, the bog had completely dried out due to prolonged dry weather that summer. The bodies of Antoinette Smith and Patricia Doherty were also found in the summertime in bogs that had dried out due to prolonged dry weather in the summers of 88 and 92. In the days that followed the discovery of Marie Gilmartin's body, the Gardaí made numerous public appeals through TV and radio and made extensive house-to-house inquiries around the Mount Melick area. The Gardaí also appealed for information concerning a white Daihatsu jeep that was seen in in the Pims Lane area in late December and early January. They were also keen for a man who had contacted Port Leash Garda Station on the 16th of June 94 to recontact them. However, it is not known if this appeal was successful. On the 25th of June, 94, the Gardaí arrested two men, one aged in their 20s and the other in their 50s. The man in his 50s was known to Marie Kilmartin and he worked near the nursing home where Marie volunteered. And it is said he often gave Marie a lift home from work. However, the two suspects were later released without charge.
One of the suspects, a former soldier, had his van and phone forensically examined by Gardy, but no evidence of a crime was found. It is not known if these two individuals remain suspects. During 2005, there was a review of Marie Gilmartin's case by the Gardaí. And in November of that year, there was a leaflet campaign launched. The leaflet contained information on Marie's case, as well as information on Antoinette Smith's and Patricia Doherty's cases. It is not known if this campaign led to any new leads. Some three years later, on the 22nd of September 2008, the Gardaí press office released a statement concerning the arrests of three individuals in the Port Leash area. A man aged 42, another man aged in his 60s and a woman in her 50s. Again, these individuals were later released without charge. It is not known if the two men that were arrested were the same two men that were arrested in June of 1994. One particular individual who has been described as a person that needs to be eliminated from the Gardies investigation is one Robert Howard. Howard died in a Newcastle prison in 2015 while serving a life sentence for the murder of Hannah Williams in April of 2001. And in 2021, an inquest found Howard responsible for the murder of 15-year-old Arlene Arkinson in August of 1994 after she, after she vanished from County Donegal in the northwest of Ireland. The reason Howard is considered a person of interest in the murder of Marie Kilmartin is because he is from Wolf Hill in County Leash. At the time Marie vanished, Howard was living in Ireland in County Tyrone. He was familiar with the area where Marie was found and his whereabouts at the time Marie was murdered cannot be accounted for. It is not known if Howard has yet been eliminated from the Gardaí's investigation. At the inquest into Marie Gilmartin's murder, there was an interesting statement made by Superintendent Noel McCarty when he stated Vital information may be found through the investigation of another unrelated crime that might bring Marie's case to a successful conclusion. Hopefully this statement means that one day there will be justice for Marie Kilmartin. But as of now, it is almost 30 years since Marie's two workmates saw her closing the door to her house. Most importantly, this episode and podcast is dedicated to Marie Kilmartin. Anyone with information that may help solve this crime is urged to contact Tullamore Garda Station on 057 932 Seven six zero zero. Crime Stoppers on eighteen hundred two five zero zero two five, or the Garda Confidential Line on eighteen hundred treble six treble one.